All right, and we are live. So hello, everyone tuning in to Live Reality Games. My name is Nate. Um, I'm here representing Survivor All You, which, as you've probably seen, is the season we're getting ready to start on, season three, Friend or Foe. Um, we were going to have a whole panel tonight. <laughs> um, fortunately, a couple of people couldn't make it last minute, but we do have Ryan visiting from UConn. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great, Nate. I'm excited to talk some Survivor tonight. Uh, watch this cast. It's a very exciting cast with a, a, a diverse group of personalities, and I really enjoyed um, going through this, taking my notes. Um, if you guys don't know, I was, I'm the host of Survivor Yukon, the two seasons that are on YouTube under our channel, and uh, we have uh, season three on the way, hopefully soon. But I'm um, excited to be here. Thank you, Nate, for inviting me. And I'm excited to uh, uh, dive into this cast. Yeah, so obviously our theme is friend or foe, which is kind of a common saying in Survivor, at least for a college Survivor. Um, it's kind of difficult to navigate sometimes just because you want to play the game as hard as you can. And at the same time, you know, you might be friends with people afterwards. So it's kind of an interesting balance. And this season is definitely going to test that. Um, what did you think of the friend or foe theming idea for the season, Ryan? Uh, I think it's exciting. I think there's always um, a check and balance in Survivor of you want to keep your, your friends close and your enemies closer. And uh, I think having that twist and having there be, you know, an extra um, amendment to that social game and, and how you're checking it out is always going to be exciting. And I'm looking forward to however this plays out. Yeah, so as Ryan mentioned, we do have kind of an exciting cast here. Um, I was the casting director for the season. It was great to interview all these folks and hear whether they were really excited because they're familiar with the game or some people who just wanted an interesting experience and just applied and went for it. Um, so we'll just jump right into this cast. Um, it's a 16-person cast, two tribes of eight. And we'll start off with our first up. We have Jacob. Jacob is from Springfield, Virginia. He's a sophomore biblical studies major. Um, Jacob was definitely someone who is very competitive, um, very athletic, but an, he did not know a lot about the game. But at the same time, he was very confident and kind of a strategy approach to the game. What did you think of Jacob, Ryan? Um, I think Jacob had a good vibe coming into this interview, even not being a Survivor fan. Um, I liked his quote, uh, chess, not checkers, he's playing it with, with the no cap. Um, and he is our, our first of two biblical studies majors. So I noted that um, we'll have William coming up. So I, I thought um, that was something maybe they could bond on. I'm not sure if they're on the same tribe or not, but uh I thought that was an interesting thing. I think that was the only shared major, uh, if I could recall, and that's always something uh, I see going in. Are, are they on the same tribe, William and Jacob? They are not on the same tribe. So Jacob is on okay. Feely, and then we'll see when we get to William, he's on the Soa tribe. Okay. So, yeah, so not something may maybe immediately unless they, they want to push that hard for uh, that cross-tribe communication. But uh, – doesn't watch the show, but he like he thinks he'd be like most people that would win the game. So, you know, he's got a good confidence to himself. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I, I like Jacob. 
I feel like for newbies, or I wouldn't say newbies because everyone's a newbie. I feel like for um, people that are newer to Survivor, um, it's always a slight disadvantage coming in. But I think it's the way your mental approach is and how willing you are to learn from the others in your cast and really and sometimes the ones who learn the best that aren't fans coming in from what I've seen are some of the ones that succeed the most more than some of those super fans. So um, I like that for the store newbie, but uh, I, I don't know. I, do you want to know like where, where I'm thinking Jacob is, is gonna, is gonna go or is there anything? Yeah, go for it. Where, what placement, Jacob? what placement would you give Jacob just from so, first impression? So first impression, I'm not going to give like exact placements, uh, especially if people are watching. I feel kind of mean doing that. If anyone from the cast watches this. I also want to say if anyone from the cast watches this, um, if I rank you low or have negative things to say about you, I hope you prove me wrong. And uh, if I have positive things to say about you, well, I hope you prove me right. And if you don't, that's okay. It's okay. I'm glad you, I hope you had fun. Um, but Jacob... I'm kind of low on Jacob relative to some of my others here. I think he's um, maybe not as energetic as, as I, I would like, like a very, a very new player to be. Uh, I think he has some um, good reasons to want to play, but nothing that struck me as like, he will be in the thralls of the game or be in the thralls socially, strategically, possibly physically, but I think there are, there are other people and other reasons. So, there was nothing that caught me that I didn't feel like Jacob could be one of our, our early pickings. So for right now, I'm, I'm kind of low on Jacob. So I'm putting him early pre-merge. Yeah. When we were interviewing Jacob, he was definitely a wild card for us. Um, positive personality, definitely ready to jump in, but really was naive to the game. So we'll see as these episodes come out how well Jacob is going to do on this season. Um, it's always next, hard to predict that yeah 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 so next up we have meredith meredith is from lancaster ohio she's a freshman and she's a nursing major now she's a freshman but she was in the military for a few years before going to college she was in in the air force um, but she's a big fan of survivors she wants to play like poverty in this game and she's just very knowledgeable so what did you think of meredith i loved meredith I think Meredith at first, she seemed kind of a quieter presence. And then the way she talked, the way she, uh, about her knowledge of survivor and just her approach to the game. I, I see Meredith as very uh, intelligent. It seems like, and someone that just will probably have a good pulse on what survivor is all about. Um, I think, I think in terms of like, so Meredith is one of our super fans in this cast. And I think in terms of like um, super fans, there's two types of super fans to me. There's the super fans that I've seen every season, but haven't really dived into Survivor more than watching the show outright. And then there's the super fans who have read discussion boards, maybe played an org or two once in a while and really like understand what makes the Survivor experience what it is. And I think Meredith, to me was one of those people I could see like really understanding what survivor is beyond just what you see from the show. Like she wanted to help her tribe from the beginning. She didn't want to be a powerhouse, but she wanted to still show her cards physically when she needed to. I didn't feel like 
she had the cookie cutter, like, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to spring it on at the merge and then, and then make big moves. Um, there are one or two people that had more of that, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think sometimes that lends you into like these trends where you want, like, I need to do this at final 10. I need to do this at final six. And I think that's just like a tough way to approach survivors to have a set plan because survivors is so fluid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was exciting for us to have someone who was military in the cast. Um, you don't often get the opportunity to cast someone like that. And on top of that, like she's applied for the actual show a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So that could tell you how dedicated she is and how much she was ready to throw herself into this game. Um, what, how did, how well did you think she was going to do? Where did you see her falling? So uh, her, her winner picks that she had, she, she didn't throw only throw the Parvi. She threw in the Danny and the Stephanie LaGrosa. So she's throwing the, the slightly deeper winner cuts, which I mm-hmm. thought were, were really good. And that made me like think, okay, she has, she has a certain presence she wants to bring. And so I put, I put Meredith as mid merge. I, I put her as my, our final seven, our final six boot. I think, to me, I feel like Meredith is going to play one of the stronger games of the season. And I think she's going to the person, one of the people to get out towards that um, middle to end half. And whether or not they can do that or not, I don't know. But uh, I had some people I I'd, I'd, I'd to cut or like put in this area. But I think Meredith um, is someone that people will could wise up to and, and be that big moment but i think i think it's going to take some time and i think i think meredith has a lot of potential to um go deeper than that but that that's where i put her for now yeah that's totally fair you know super fans you can never know how whether well how well they're gonna do if people see that as a benefit or uh, or a threat i guess we'll find out over the ne- next coming weeks but that's meredith um moving on Next up, we have Michael. Michael's from Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. He's a sophomore. He's a financial planning major. Um, he was actually cross-country for Liberty for a little bit. Like, he has some physical skills. Um, he's very familiar with Survivor. Um, what did you think of Michael? Michael is going to be a character. I, I, love, I love Michael coming in. Um, I think regardless of how well he does, I think this Michael's the type of person who's going to make a presence on, on the season. Um, the pickle man himself. I had to, I had to look up home of the dill pickle cause it was called Dillsburg. So I'm like, did they invent the dill pickle? I don't think they invented it, but they, but they, they have some pickle swag and pickle <laughs> events. And that was, that seemed very fun. And I love that. He's so proud of that. Um, I also had to love the, American flag, American headband, and American <laughs> undershirt in his intro video. And I see here his first day, he's also wearing the American headband and the American flag shirt. So I think Michael, I like that Michael has a, a very, he has a, like an identity about himself, how he wants to like present himself as a character. But he's also doesn't seem like a ridiculous or not self-aware character. And uh, he wants to be loyal, friendly relationships. He values immunity and he has a competitive spirit. Um, I, I saw, so he, I was a little 
I was on board with Michael until he was really into immunity. He said he valued immunity pre-merge, and then he wanted to fight for every single individual individual immunity, it seems like, post-merge. And I was a little like, I think this is the type of guy that could win some immunity, so I, I feel like if he's going balls to the wall, that could catch up to him. So I was a little not sure about that. But the GAT Thomas uh, – winner pick and he, he really focused on JT's social game uh, I think that was a good read of his strengths um, from what I could tell and I really uh, like that for him so again like it's pretty great that he has athletic abilities but at the same time if you're going through for all those immunities you can't exactly just go for an immunity run and also expect to do super well in other areas too um because that's not always seen as a good thing if you're only striving for immunity, really. Um, but Ken, we can appreciate that he shouted out his mom in his pregame confessional as well. That's pretty cool. Um, Absolutely. He seems like a great guy, uh, the type of guy you want to be friends with. And so I, I think at the very least, he'll find some success there. So how far do you think that Michael's going to go in season three? Um, I'm putting Michael as a late merge boot. So I'm putting him around final six, final five. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. Let me move. Um, I, I think Michael is just very outwardly likable. And I think that is going to be a hard thing to beat unless he has the, the physicality and, and the challenge ability, like he says, to make a late run or maybe he has the the strategic effectiveness to be this crazy player that oh people are like oh maybe people will dislike him and, and not want to put him on the jury and um the jury won't respect him so maybe i should take him in the end and then maybe he can sneak sneak his way in but i feel like michael the way he wants to play loyal but also being someone who is strong in challenges and very likable it's hard to combine those three and not have your allies turning on you, like come final seven, final six, final five, as like a, we need to get this guy out before he doesn't win. So for that, I, I see a lot of success for Michael, but I just don't see him having that, that winning edge to put him to the end. But I would love to see it because Michael seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, so Michael's talking about a lot of skills. We'll see if he's able to pull those off once he enters the game. Um, moving on, next up, we have Cassandra. Cassandra is also from Pennsylvania. She's a freshman. She's a graphic design ma major. Um, she talked a lot about wanting to make her parents proud when she played the game. Um, didn't really know what kind of story her game was going to tell, but she was just open to what, whatever would really happen. Um, what did you think of Cassandra? I liked Cassandra. She had uh, the best town name, I would say, Mingoville. For some reason, that just that just made me giggle, Mingo. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. But uh, she's a super fan. I think she has uh, a lot of confidence coming in. Uh, I really liked more than what she said, the way she was saying it. She just seems like someone that um, people will be drawn to as someone they feel comfortable with. She has this very, like, air to her that um, – it's very calm and casual, but it's also um, not threatening or like, oh, this person is, is trying to game or trying to really scheme hard, even though I think I could see that of her. Um, I wouldn't say she had the most 
detailed like pregame thing of, of some of the super fans, but from what I saw and the way she carried herself and her focuses socially um, on determination, um, I felt a lot of good things about Cassandra. And she was one of the first videos I had watched and, and that, that feeling stuck with me um, throughout, even despite some other really good videos. Yeah, so when we interviewed Cassandra, obviously we have a lot of freshmen interviewing um, different energy than you see from people who have experienced more college, more life in general, because there's a lot that happens in college. But we just saw her as a gen generally um, kind person who's also seemed pretty smart. Um, and she talked about having some potential um, challenge abilities as well that we will see if she can um, demonstrate those, but where did you see Cassandra finishing in the game? So I kind of liked everything about Cassandra. And at the same time, I, I didn't like anything too much. I didn't feel like she was too perfect of that winner. I think, I think sometimes the most perfect winner to you is most likely the person that's not going to win. So I tried to stay away from some people that I thought, hit all my boxes even a little more. And I wanted to do like someone a little less than someone who hit all my boxes perfectly. So I see Cassandra as a likely merge spot. And I actually ended up giving Cassandra my winner pick. I, I felt like Cassandra um, was, is just that middle threat that knows what she's doing, can carry a good speech at final tribal, but won't be too dominant in any aspect of the game won't be the best player of the season to me from what from what i read from her but will be a very solid presence that will have a, some good things to say at the end i just like her approach i feel like she knows enough and i feel like there's a lot of good things here i think one of the major things going against her is potentially that she is a freshman. Um, I don't know. Was this recorded during like the first half of a freshman year or the second half, like fall or spring? So this was the fall semester, first first semester for all these freshmen. Okay. So for freshmen, I mean, from my experience, that's always, you know, you're, you're fresh off the boat into college. So not only are you jumping into Survivor, you have a lot of other new experiences coming to you in that range. So if anything is going to hurt her, I think it could possibly just just be that and having those simultaneously that first semester that first broach into what the the sociality and what the experiences of college but other than that I, I like a lot about Cassandra and uh, I, I ended up picking her for the winter pick and I, I hope I am proven right or at the very least I see some Cassandra success because I really liked what she had about her well great we'll see if she does as well as you're predicting in this season um, next up, we have Dave. So Dave is also a freshman from North Carolina, applied mathematics major. Um, he is self-described as quirky. Um, I can confirm he does play his guitar around campus and like sings random songs to people because that has happened to me. Um, but yeah, he's a very unique guy. Um, I think even his pregame um, confessional was very different from everyone else. But what did you think of Dave? I love Dave. I relate to Dave in some ways as a statistics major myself. And I, I'd done some mathematics, thought about applied math. So I was, I was kind of on that track or around his spot in college. Um, coming into this, this uh, interview, you, the, you know, Dave is going to be big without him saying anything because he's like posed, like sitting in this recording. Like he, he, he wants you to know who Dave is. And, 
I think I, I got a little, a good sense of who Davey Wavy um, is and what he's bringing to the table. He's a huge fan of the show. Um, he's very capable of adapting. Um, his goal is he wants everyone to be his number one ally. Um, I, he had a quote. He said, at home he has dirt on everyone. They're yeah. all his number one allies. And I'm like, man. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to hear that. If I'm Davy's friend, <laughs> then that means he's playing the game, even even at all times. But I, I love it. I love it. Um, he said he's the winner because he's very medium threadish. He's got that MMA, but maybe a bit chunky, and the guitar. I mean, I, I love him just being the guy that'll whip whip the guitar out and play Wonderwall. I mean that. I've never seen that in a Survivor season, and uh, I think that's that's a lot of fun. Um, I, I think this is another one of our biggest characters on the season. Uh, what kind of success we'll see out of that, I think, can vary. But I think regardless of how he does, I think I'm very excited for Davey. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Dave definitely stood out to us as being a very unique character. Um, his older sister, Katie, knew some of the people that were on production. So he's kind of someone that was already connected before he even came to Liberty. Um, but yeah, we were just really excited to see him on the season. Um, where, how far do you think he's going to go? I put Dave around mid-merge to uh, maybe leaning late merge, but I'm thinking more final eight, seven. Um, I liked a lot about Dave. Uh, I think he's going to be a lot of fun. I think Dave could be someone who finds a lot of success just from being a little more um, engaged and understanding of the nuances. But of the people here, I, I saw Dave as being someone who could possibly be doing a little too much, a little too quick or, or not adapt. He, he said he was very, very well adapting, but I don't know. I think, I think Dave is, is kind of, kind of leans more towards the, uh, who was the other person? The Meredith train, where I think he could fit a little, maybe a little too perfect of some of those boxes. And uh, if he's not playing his game right, then he will just be a prime target for a blind side or an idle play. So, um, but I think there's a lot of variance in Dave's game. I could see him earlier merge to late pre-merge, and I could also see him late in game to, to winner. So I feel... Just very excited for wherever Dave ends up. But my, my choice, I put it in like final eight, final seven-ish. So we'll see how well Dave does. Hopefully he'll break out his guitar. Hopefully he'll do all these interesting things that he did in this pregame confessional, bring that to the game. Um, so best of luck to Dave. Um, next up, we have Leah. Leah's from Ohio. She's a senior, so one of our older players this season. She's a business major. Um, she talked about being very competitive. She has brothers that she's used to competing with. Um, and she's only seen Samoa, and she wants to base her game off of Russell Hans. Now, that is a unique choice to have. That, um, but what did you think of Leah? That is a bold one. Um, Leah seemed very interesting. I, I, I think, is she the only senior on the cast? There might have been one more. Uh, Charlie is a senior. And I believe that's it. So she's one of the oldest people on the cast. I think that is always an advantage um, early on because um, I don't know how it is at Liberty U University, but 
at, at UConn, those those juniors and seniors, those are the people with cars on campus. And I think that that's a big part of some of that social bonding early on. Is that like a, a similar thing there? Like are, are the upperclassmen the ones that can have cars and are, are doing some driving? Yeah, so the freshmen have to park a decent way away from main campus. So it is mostly upperclassmen, grad students that have vehicles closer to campus. Um, so uh, yeah, I think, I think I always value some upperclassmen in that sense, because that is a good way to bond with people, dri- driving them home, driving them to and from challenges um, and tribals. So I, I, I always like that going for a player. Um, she hasn't watched a ton of Survivor, but she has watched some. But then the Russell Hans pick, I I just don't know about that, Nate. I I feel <laughs> not that I'm the biggest Russell Hans here in the world. I think he is one of the best Survivor characters of all time, and uh, is um, a huge personality. But a I don't think Leah matches the Russell Hans gameplay just from her energy and the way she she carries herself she doesn't see she says she's sneaky but i'd like to see it i just didn't feel it you know so i would like i would love to see it i i hope i hope it's more of a tony and less of a russell um one of our other players your other players said tony and you know i'm always more on the tony board but I don't know. She said she wanted to start off quiet. And once people are voted off and you know, that's not the Russell, that's not the Russell mm-hmm. to start off quiet. So if she's going the Russell, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's going to work out, but yeah, as opposed to uh, um, a, a winner, another uh, player that wants to be played as from that Samoa season. Um, I'm not as happy with her choice. And um. As much as I like Leah, I'm not as psyched about her chances. I do um, hope that she can maybe with um, some of that seniority being just an older player, like kind of guide some people like as that presence of the game early on. And maybe that can push her um, further in the game. But for now, I have her like early early to mid pre-merge. I just didn't. I wasn't feeling Leah as much as uh, some of these others early on. Yeah, so she's only seen one season, so you never know how she's going to actually play the game once she gets in. She probably kind of had a bit of a all-over thoughts when she was interviewing initially, but we'll see what happens when she puts herself in there. Um, yeah, we'll see if she was, mess- was messes she... with people. Sorry to interrupt. Was she recommended Samoa by like a friend or something? Do you know, or did she just choose that on your own? Did you recommend something to some of the new players? I'm interested in that. So typically we recommend Kageon to people. Um, She knows Victoria from season two. So Victoria was recommending to her recruits, which I believe she recruited like three or four people this season. Um, She told them all to watch Samoa. So Victoria, I'm so glad you're part of (laughs) Liberty University and part of the College Star community. I, I think Samoa is not the season to recommend new people. It's a great season. It's one of, I have it like in my in my rankings. I put it like mid to top, like like, uh, um, just over my midline. So it's a pretty good season. I think it has a good arc. I don't think it's a good representation of any sort of type of play, or or especially with the way that season is edited. So I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I like yeah. Kagiyan though as 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 the pick, but I any in general, 
Um, I'm hoping Leah proves me wrong, um, as always. Um, any, any of these players I'm a little lower on, um, prove me wrong, because I think the more people that I'm proved wrong on, probably the better the season will end up. All right, so that is Leah. Next up, we have Nori. Now, Nori's from Ohio. He's a sophomore aeronautics major. Um, he's also a little bit older because he was in the military as well. He was special ops for naval swimming. So he does have some kind of hidden talents that he's bringing to the game, but he also knows nothing about Survivor. So what did you think of Nori? Uh, Nori seemed, seemed like a good guy. I, I like, uh, I didn't even know really the na- major aeronautics. I had to Google it. I assumed it was air travel, but I haven't seen like that, that major specifically. Is that like to be a fighter pilot? Is that what that is? So I believe specifically for him, it might've been like cargo planes, stuff like that. Um, we oh. do have different types of aviation majors. So aeronautics cool. really could have been that. Yeah. I've never seen a program like that. That's cool. Um, I like the, the cornfields, farm boy guy, um, just casual going in, strategy, do best, forget the rest, motivated, strong, fast, sociable, if not studying in the gym, feels he could be an underdog coming in, just a casual, likable interview. Um, I think Nori is the poster child of a merge booth to me. I feel like Nori is likable. I feel like Nori hits the boxes. Um, of someone who will get along with people. Um, he doesn't seem spectacular um, in some, any of his focuses, but he also isn't saying anything I dislike. Um, I think he's just someone that maybe won't be as in the thick of things or maybe won't um, have the, those core bonds that are, that are going to um, keep him past like key votes in this game where the other side um, I feel I feel like Nori's gonna find his people from what I could tell and stick with them and that that, that doesn't always work so um, I like Nori though I, I like him I, I I want to see Nori go out of his comfort zone I think that's Nori's um, move to success because I think he has a lot of good attributes about him it, it, even despite not knowing knowing Survivor coming in but uh, I think he's going to have to um, make a change or two uh, once in a while if he wants to really put himself over the edge to win. Yeah, he mentioned in his pregame confessional thinking he's going in as a, kind of an underdog just because he's not familiar with the game. But being kind of a big military man, I don't know if underdog is exactly what other people are going to see from him. Um, how far – so you mentioned you think he's going to be um, – how far did you say you thought he was going to go? I, I said merge boot, like final 10, final nine, depending on when the merge is. Maybe it's earlier merge, final 11. I just feel like he has vibes of someone that'll stick around, but someone that can, we can get, like, when it comes down to that split decision early in the merge, uh, I'm not sure. I feel like Nori might not be one to kind of um, spread his influence too thin. I feel like Nori could be someone that, just finds people he likes and sticks with them. And, and that could prove um, to be deadly if he's on the wrong side of the numbers early on. But uh, I like everything about Nori and I want to see him kind of hit the survivor books going into this early game, find a, find the super fans, learn the ropes, be, be their number one and kind of guide along with them and kind of 
protege become the master. I think that's the best route to success for Nori. All right. Well, we'll see if Nori can pull it off, learn the game from no knowledge to hopefully understanding of what he's getting himself into. Um, but next up, the last on the Thiele tribe, we have Julia. Julia's from Lebanon, Pennsylvania. She's a sophomore. She's a double major in English and theater studies. Um, she's very um, practiced in her pregame confessional. You can kind of tell she walked through it a lot. Um, she has brothers again, so kind of used to the competitive energy there. Um, she doesn't really know what she's um, her story is going to be this season, but she's kind of looking forward to making friends and stuff. Um, what did you think of Julia? I like Julia. I think she seems like a very kind person. She she's a very uh, e a lot of ease to her personality. Um, I like that she has that competitiveness with her siblings. She wants to befriend and gain trust of her fellow competitors, um, have some fun. Just just seems like who's a good person who's who's going to be there for 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 the ride, regardless of how it goes, and, and enjoy the experience no matter what. I get that feeling from her. Plays guitar, likes to read. Um, ha ha just had a very general um, interview style to her that I liked. But nothing, again, this was one of those interviews that nothing stuck out to me as exceptionally good or exceptionally bad. I feel like Julia just checks boxes of a solid player, but I'm not really sure where her her peak or floor are. I feel like she's a very maybe unvolatile in that range. So Julia applied with one of her roommates. Her roommate will be on the next season. Um, she's on this season. Um, but yeah, Julia's just super friendly, super um, social, um, seemed like she would connect well with people. Um, but again, not super knowledgeable about the game. So we'll see how well she does. How far do you think she's going to go? Um, I put Julia as um, early merge, late pre-merge. I feel like I just don't have that vibe on Julia that Julia... It has that killer instinct. She seems just very nice and calm. And I feel like if Julia doesn't find those core connections early on, she could, she doesn't feel aggressive enough that she wouldn't be left in the dust if the cards aren't turning her way. So I have her late pre-merge, early merge. I see her as, as kind and smart enough to, to get through those, some of those early steps, but I'm just not really sure where, where Julia's game is going beyond uh, that early game. I just feel like she she needs to find an understanding of what kind of player she is beyond being competitive. I, I want I want to see an understanding of what Julia's strengths are within the survivor sphere. And I guess I just didn't really feel like I was sure of that in this video. All right, so that's Julia rounding out the Feely tribe. Now moving on to the SOA tribe, we have Charlie. So Charlie is from Lynchburg, Virginia, where Liberty is located. He's a senior project management major. Um, his dad is actually a professor at Liberty. Um, kind of a surfer dude kind of personality type, I would say. That's just how he talks, even though he's from Virginia. Um, but what <laughs> did you think of Charlie? Um. I like Charlie. Yeah, I feel like um, he he was one of the Survivor fans on this cast, and that that was really interesting. I um, 
he talked about the first half of the game, he wanted to lay low, doesn't want to pay a target on back, get a solid alliance, win challenges, turn ups, he at the merge. He mentioned find some blind sides, wanted to play like Tony. I guess my problem with Charlie is I feel like he wants to play too perfect of a game coming in. That's kind of my vibe I'm getting out of Charlie. Um, also, something I wanted to mention when it first there were two people from Lynchburg. I'm like, oh, they must know each other. And then I realized <laughs> Liberty University is in Lynchburg. And so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Because um, I think there's another player from Lynchburg, Lydia. Lydia mm-hmm. also lives right in there. But um, Charlie, I, I like I like everything Charlie hits. Like understanding the super as a super fan, I feel like Charlie feels like more of a fan than a player i feel like he has an idea of the type of game he enjoys and he'd like to see of himself but i feel like he from what he says and this could be just the way he presented himself in his in his pregame i feel like he's kind of locked into how the game works you do this at this point of the game this this point of the game this at this point of the game and then you win and I don't know. For me, I I see that as kind of limiting. And I feel like he does not have as fluid a mindset, um, especially relative to skills that I would have liked to see coming into this. So um, I do like Charlie, but I'm a little apprehensive to say that Charlie is one of um, the, the players I am most... I am expecting to be the most impressive coming down the line late in the merge, but I'd like to be wrong. Yeah. So like you said, Charlie kind of mentioned like once he hits the merge, he's going to play hard and like blindside everyone, but you can never know if you're going to be the one blindsiding or being blindsided. So how far do you think Charlie's going to go in this game? I put Charlie as late mid to late pre jury. I think Charlie might be the type of player to play himself out of the game. He seems like of this cast, the most likely to overplay or do something a little too boldly thinking he's that type of really solid player. And I'm a little apprehensive to feel like some of his um, survivor thoughts are going to apply here successfully. I just think he, he feels a little too, um set in his ways and that could come back to bite him but i would like to see early in these these first one or two episodes that that's completely wrong and charlie kind of shifts his focus and his understanding to not play like tony because honestly playing like tony as much as he's one one of the goats of survivor us i think that's an extremely high standard and high caliber of play to put yourself up to and I'm always I'm always a little scared to see someone call themselves a Tony because playing the Tony game is a disaster waiting to happen unless you are um, really Tony Vlacos himself in my opinion all right so well that's Charlie um, next up we have Jordan she's from Chesapeake Virginia um, she's a sophomore public public health major um, she mentioned in her pregame confessional that she wants to make her presence known on day one. Um, she's very familiar with the game. She said she wanted to be like a Brenda or a Natalie. Um, what did you think of Jordan? 
Um, I like Jordan a lot. She she's a big super fan. She wants to get to know everyone day one. She wants to be athletic, um, make sure she's in in the in the right spot early on, um, and she wants to be that silent threat. And I think Jordan can be that. Um, she said she wanted to play like Brenda at first, but then she mentioned Natalie. Um, she didn't say which Natalie of Anderson no. or White. I'm a, I'm assuming Anderson, just because uh, the way she described that Natalie did seemed a little closer to Natalie Anderson. I don't know if you know which one she was talking about. She never specified. It could have been Natalie Bolton. Could have been Anderson. Bolt? Like you said, there's a lot Cole. of options. Natalie Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um. I would love to see uh, the other Nallies. Uh, I'm feeling Anderson, um, but maybe it was White. Uh, I assume it's one of those two. But um, she wants to be a strong player, but not noticeable at first. And, uh, yeah, I would love to see that out of Jordan. I think it's very possible. Um, I think – I do think, though, being someone who wants to be athletic in the first challenge is kind of the opposite of being someone noticeable, right? There's, like, like the playing – scared or, or, or quiet and trying to hide in the background and then there's the playing bold and confident and trying to um you know appear valuable and I feel like Jordan's kind of got conflicting ideas there of what it means and I feel like she might lean a little too hard one way or the other not not recognizing that it's that balance so I don't, I don't know I, I, I see Jordan as being possibly a little stronger then she puts off. Um, I think Jordan's going to be a player, though. I, I could see her as one of the people that, that snags one of those idols. I, I like her as, as someone that's that's finding things and really into this game. Um, I haven't been mentioning idols, but there, there's some others that, that I've been thinking are, are hunters or even though that's anyone. But, you know, some people grind that idol hunt, and that can be a big part. But uh, I like Jordan. I'm not obsessed with Jordan's chances to win, but uh, I think Jordan will be fun and could be a really solid player. Yeah, so Jordan is clearly ready to play this game. She's very excited, very looking for it. How do you, deep do you think she's going to go? Um, I'm putting Jordan m- mid to late merge. I'm putting her maybe, maybe closer to that end game, 5-4-3. I think Jordan is not someone that's going to play a perfect dominant game from what I feel. I feel like she she maybe doesn't have the mindset coming into the, the swerves and kicks of the game. But I think Jordan just seems like a very solid presence all around. She doesn't seem like someone that's too quiet, that, that could be picked off early, but doesn't seem like someone who's overbearing that might be a little scary to um, – you know, strategize with. I think Jordan checks some good boxes and I don't know that she has the edge I'm looking for to be that winner, but uh, I like, I like a lot coming out of Jordan and um, I, for some reason do feel like decent success with her. I I think merge at the very least, but I don't know. I could see a lot of volatility too. I could see her kind a little bit everywhere. And uh, she's one of the people I'm really, um, interested in seeing what her first few days in the game are like, because I think that'll tell us a lot more about her outlook going forward. All right. So that's Jordan. Next we have Will. So Will is from Burlington, North Carolina. He's a freshman church ministries and biblical studies major. Um, 
He talked a little bit more about his extracurricular activities than the actual game. Um, he was recruited by one of our season two players. Um, so really he's here to make friends and kind of just learn the game as he goes. But what did you think of Will? Um, Will seemed fun. He seemed like a good guy. He's looking to make new friends, uh, going to the game. It's all about people, he says. Um, wants to make strong alliances that will get him through. Um, he loves music. He says he plays like every instrument, plus plus sings. He's got piano, guitar, bass, electric guitar, drums. I don't know he's time for all those things. <laughs> and, and, and a major, but good for him. Um, yeah, Will seems just very lovable. Um, he likes spike ball. He was the second person to mention spike ball, along with our boy uh, Michael the Pickle King. Um, so maybe there could be a bond about that. <laughs> Um, he's another one of our biblical studies majors. So I think Will just checks a lot of the boxes uh, of the overlaps and interests I see in this cast and, and the way the personalities approach this game. Also the singing that over and all the music that overlaps with uh, our boy Wavy Davy. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Will. I don't see anything in Will that makes me love like – him navigating this game I, I'm not sure what his survivor fandom was it didn't really say was he one of maybe the, the the not as knowledgeable I feel like he had some good survivor takes but didn't really say anything too specific so I wasn't really sure yeah he was someone who kind of pregame you can kind of tell like people had talked to him about survivor he'd seen a little bit but not super knowledgeable about the game um but yeah like you said very sociable um, Spikeball is pretty popular at Liberty, so it's not a surprise that multiple people mention it. Um, yeah. How far do you think he's going to go? I feel like I've said so many people for this, but then I look at my list and it's only three, four, one, two, three, four. That's kind of too many. But uh, I, I put William as uh, as merge, like early to mid merge. I, I feel like. Uh, there's just stuff to like about William. Maybe late pre-jury to to mid-merge, kind of that range. Uh, there's stuff to like. That there's there's overlaps to make, but there's not a lot of thoughts about the strategy of the game. Uh, going beyond you know just being a likable guy, and I think Will is that likable guy, and will succeed with that. But where does that place him in the long term, and where do others see him and his value in the game? Um, I'm not really sure, and I'd like to see where Will, um, again, learns from the others be around him as one of the, uh, the, the newer players to the game, but I think he is one of those players that has the potential to uh, prove me wrong and really succeed if he can adapt to um, that survivor game. But as of what the skill set he has bringing in, I like him. I don't love him. So I'm going to put him just in that late pre-jury, early mid, mid-merge mid range. Just a player in this game, a character in this game, but maybe not one of the, the key characters. All right. So that is Will. Next up, we have Kayla. She's from Yorktown, Virginia. She's a junior computer science major. Um, another one of our recruits that was told to watch Samoa. Um, she mentioned she wanted to play like Natalie. So two different, very different directions for Samoa picks. Um, she wants to make friends and she wants to keep her opinions to herself in this game. So what did you think of Kayla? 
So Kale is our other Samoa watcher, and this Samoa watcher had the opposite opinion, and thankfully for her, it's the one that will prove to likely be more successful, I think. It matches more of her personality as calmer, quieter, but not super quiet. I feel like she has an edge to her that maybe some of the the quieterish um, uh, people in this cast uh, don't all necessarily. I think there is an edge to Kayla that maybe we're not necessarily totally seeing in this video. She talks about more of her interest, jet skiing, tubing, got a boating license, very fun. Um, but strategy going in, she wants to be quiet about her opinions, make new friends, have some fun. Um, she's an upper class one a junior, so has has a feel of the campus and the people in it. Um, I, I, there's a lot to like about Kayla, um, but I'm not sure about Kayla as the winner. I'm just not sure if she has the edge to play like Natalie. I wanted to hear from her that she's going to attach herself to some big unlikable player if she's playing that Natalie White game. Because that, that is the Natalie White game is just to not only be a likable player, but she, Natalie White dominated this game in terms of voting correctly. I think Natalie White I mean, she flipped like a reverse Pagani in this merge. And obviously, she wasn't the core strategist doing that in Samoa. Spoilers. Sorry, Samoa uh, non-seers. But um, I think you need to have that context. And Natalie White is someone who un was was not the strongest player of the season, but was possibly the most self-aware player of that season of Samoa. And that's what I love about Natalie White. And... I want to see that more of Kayla is not being necessarily the strongest or the most knowledgeable player in this cast, but understanding what her role is and how that role can make her the winner. Yeah. So when we interviewed Kayla, she was kind of low key, but you could tell that she's pretty smart and um, she has good relationships with people outside of the game. So we'll see how well she does. How, how far do you think Kayla's going to go in this game? So I'm scripting the season as a final two in my head. I have no idea. It could be, I'm sure it's a final two or final three. So one of those, I'm scripting as a final two when I put these spots. Um, so I had uh, our girl uh, Cassandra as our winner, and I'm putting our uh, our girl Kayla as our losing finalist. I feel like Kayla has um, the chops to um, navigate this game, but I don't think Kayla, from what I've seen, has that killer edge to um, preach her game or preach her presence in the game. I feel like Kayla, from what I've seen, could be someone that is in the thick of things but could be left behind when it comes to the the bigger uh, feelings of respect. And I think she is someone who could reach that end game, but I could see her kind of following along with maybe a, a bigger player. So I like Kayla, but I'm kind of... Uh, I'm going to place her as our losing finalist if it's a final two. If it's final three, I didn't write another losing finalist. But, you know, I, I see her as getting there, but I'm not really sure where it goes from there. I just I'm just not really I don't I don't really know that Kayla has that complete understanding of herself yet. And I'd like to be wrong. All right. Well, that's Kayla. Next up, we have... Luke. Luke is Chicago, Illinois. He's 
Luke is from Chicago, so Illinois. He's a freshman business major. Um, he was not super familiar with Survivor. He's more of a big brother guy himself. Um, he actually showed up to his interview having just gone to the gym and realizing he didn't have enough time to shower in between. So that was interesting. But um, what did you think of Luke? Uh, Luke is my hear me now yeah there you go okay sorry about that you're good my airpods died on me it was not a good switch um so luke luke i see as our gym bro of the season i, I like his uh um i like his presence but he, he says he wants to make a lot of friends play both sides merge tribes so he has friends on both sides He's watched shows like this. He, I don't I don't know if he mentioned Big Brother specifically, so that's the first time I'm hearing that, but I like to hear that because he at least has a little bit more of a understanding of like what a social strategic game looks like. Um, I didn't love hearing he doesn't want to screw people over. He just wants to be a be, good teammate in person. <laughs> and I'm like, Luke, I don't know if that's going to fly, my man. I feel like Luke is maybe just here to chill and i'm not so sure that's going to go well for luke um i love the chicago illinois it's kind of cool it's a it's a good uh, ex uh background i like that um i don't know luke just seemed he seemed very uh just like a regular dude i mean just just a guy you know and i just i'm not really sure what luke's niche or spot is in this season so i'm very really unsure about what luke's role is other than maybe a a challenge guy that could could help his team win some challenges but i i i'm actually a little lower and maybe some of the strong guys when it comes to college survivor because i don't think challenges are always because cut and dry as like very physical because we just don't have the budgets, obviously, to build these big sets or things that require that much strength. There are definitely things that play to those strengths. But I think it's more atypical than the skill sets of the show, which is like big, big, strong guys, pre-merge, maybe more athletic, balancey women, late, early to mid-merge, and then puzzly players mid to late merge. That's kind of, that's kind of seems like how the, the formula of the show is gone. And 
that's not really as, as big a deal, I think, in, in College Survivor. And I just don't know if Luke will have enough of a core value in his tribe early on. So I'm really unsure um, about Luke's success here. Yeah, so Luke is definitely kind of one of our more um, wanting to make friends, wanting to compete, but kind of not knowing for sure what his strategy would be, probably because he hasn't seen Survivor very much at this point. Um, and as we know, like a lot of people have different ideas pregame, and then a lot of that goes out the door once they actually start day one. Um, so how deep do you think Luke is going to go? Um, I'm not very high on Luke. I'm putting him early pre-merge. Um, I just don't see Luke changing his vibe as of right now. Or actually, I, I don't know if I can see that. But right now, Luke's vibe is not um, playing to scrape through another day. Luke's vibe is um, make some friends, work with those friends. But if those friends aren't working out or if, if he has a rival or someone that wants him out, he, he needs some loyal friends or they're just going to be like, this guy isn't playing the grind like some of these others out here. And uh, I, I don't see Luke's core role in this game beyond maybe an early vote or two. But I would like to see Luke um, kind of develop a, a presence and understanding of what type of survivor player he wants to be. And early on... Um, what once he gets a feel of his tribe, um, what I want to see from him in episode one or two is to kind of um, designate a role in his tribe for himself and, and fit that role and be confident in it instead of just being like, hey, I'm here to play. I'm here to do some things. We'll see how it goes, because that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. And I don't think it's going to fly. All right. So that is Luke. Next up, we have Lydia. As we mentioned before, she's also from Lynchburg, Virginia, sophomore childhood psychology major. Um, Lydia is kind of here to make friends. Um, she was a recruit from our season two player, Victoria, who recruited the Samoa, Samoa watchers. Um, but Lydia likes to do a lot of fun things. She likes hammocking around campus, which is pretty popular. And she likes driving around in her car with all the music blasting. So what did you think of Lydia? Lydia Samoa gang. Um, Lydia is uh, she's seen the show around. She's into that strategy and she wants to build on a social standpoint to form really strong alliances to get her far. So I feel like Lydia is someone that's um, just developing her understanding of a fandom. And I think she has some really good ideas and vibes coming in. Um, she talks about competitions and, uh, she was another one. I forget who it was earlier that, but that I pointed out in my notes that seems really focused on the competitions and winning in comps and doing whatever it takes to win. And I love that. I love that as a tribe me, I want to be on Lydia's tribe, but <laughs> do I want to be Lydia? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that type of player is going to succeed beyond the early stages of the game too much. I think there needs to be a better understanding of the long term of the game. And I feel like I didn't see that in Lydia a lot. I saw her as someone who has a really good idea of how to stay out of that uh, first boot range. But I wanted to see more of how is Lydia going to take her game to the next level? And 
I guess I just wasn't sure about what her strategy is or what kind of people she wants to connect with. Her strategy just seemed to be win challenges. And I don't know. I, I, I think Lydia obviously needs to do more than win challenges, as we all do, to win Survivor, because you can't win them all. That's fair. And like you said, Lydia is very much here for friends and winning challenges and you can tell she's not super knowledgeable about the game but you never know with a social game she could go pretty far where do you think she's gonna fall i threw media lydia as a i said media because i'm about to say mid to late uh pre-emerge i don't want to call her media i want her to um be not media not media as um hell and uh succeed in this game but i'm thinking mid to late pre-merge right now um i i, I want to see more of lydia's um proactiveness beyond the moment i see lydia right now the way she's approaching this game as someone that wins a challenge and then sits back because you're immune and I think Survivor is so much more than that. And you got to be on your A game, not necessarily strategizing with the opposite tribe like you can do in College Survivor or grinding that idol hunt, but recognizing that the game is always going and there's stuff you always need to be doing. And I feel like it's a short video. I can only take so much away from it, Nate. But from what I saw from Lydia, I wanted to see more of what Lydia is going to be doing in the moment to succeed her game she she has very general good ideas but not very specified ideas about how she wants to play this game and i think she needs to develop that understanding early on if she doesn't want to be left in the dust all right so we'll see how well lydia does on this season Next up, we have Jonathan. Jonathan is from Asheville, North Carolina. He's a freshman exercise science major. Um, Jonathan is one of our more familiar players this season. He wants to play like a Wendell Holland. He seems pretty good at puzzles, according to him. Challenges, he's seeming pretty confident in. Um, what did you think of Jonathan? I love Jonathan. Jonathan knows what the hell he's doing. He that's for sure. Maybe more than anyone here. Um, he's watched since he's five years old. It's obviously a fan, but unlike some of the fans, I didn't feel like he was um just someone who watched the show and wants to play like the players they love. I feel like Jonathan's very self-aware more than anyone about who he is and how he's going to use that to his advantage to play a successful game. Um, Jonathan, um, he's hoping to lay low, stay calm, make friends, perform in relationships, but he also wants to switch sides when needed. He wants to uh, know he's a good challenge performer. He feels like he knows puzzles, which I think is always a huge part um, of a Survivor game that, I don't know, some, some, some people still, even to this day, underrate what being good at puzzles is in survivor because they're like oh i need to be physical balance those premier challenges but honestly being the puzzle guy is usually good enough and it's huge in that end game where there's at least going to be one or two puzzles in those last three or four immunities um time and time again um i loved wendell as who he understands i loved his analysis of wendell 
Wendell, so on, on Ghost Island, who was not the most, the strongest um, player physically, not the strongest player socially, not the strongest player strategically. I, I would argue he was he was one of the best socially and strategically. But what Wendell did was he turned himself on and off when needed. He wasn't always on and always dominant in those areas, and he wasn't always off and reserved. And Wendell wasn't um, someone who wanted to be off pre-merge and on at the merge. Wendell was someone who wanted to be on when he needed to and off when he needed to. And I think that's exactly how you should be playing Survivor, is you should be knowing how you play and playing that way exactly when you need to be doing it. And I love that about Jonathan. I think Jonathan just marks all, all the boxes of what I see in a successful player. And being a freshman, you, you never know how, how that's going to end up. I mean, he's fresh onto this campus and might be bursting in the scene. Uh, maybe it'll be too much. And I think that would be sad because I, I think Jonathan has so much potential. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel good things about Jonathan. I think it's very evident. And uh, I'm interested to see if that plays out as I think it will. Yeah, like you said, Jonathan is a freshman, like several of these players on the season, but he does possess a decent amount of self-awareness, which is not always common for freshmen. So he definitely brings a lot of knowledge and skills and um, knowledge about himself too. Um, How deep do you think he's going to go? I think my man is going to be deep. I have put Jonathan as my late merge. I put him as our final juror. Um, sp- more specifically, I think I almost had Jonathan as my winner pick. Um, I think he is a little too perfect. And I think especially if this is a final two season, as 16 person seasons can be um, too perfect is hard to squeak into a final two unless you're playing an extremely strong um, game and winning in those challenges where you need to. And he can. So. Obviously, is very, very much capable of winning. Is one of my top winner contenders here, um, and it it's all about how how much Jonathan can stop and not show his cards and show how understanding he is because he is very understanding of how this game works and the ins and outs of a successful survivor game, and I think he can achieve some of those, but the the truly best players of survivor not only know how to do all those things, but know how to keep it in check that, Oh, that, that player, Jonathan, he knows what he's doing. We have to vote him out. And I think Jonathan could succeed in that. Will he? Uh, I'm not positive, but I I do feel generally like Jonathan is going to have a lot of success. And I put him as that final jury. I could see him falling just short or making that end game, maybe losing a key challenge when he needs to, even though he's good at challenges. Um, but I think if Jonathan does make it to the end, I think um, he has, as of now, the skills and knowledge and personality, speaking skills to beat anyone in this cast. And it's whether or not he has the game to back that up. I could also see him going a little too hard and, and hitting that Russell Hansian. Um, losing finalists that was maybe a very strong strategic player just because he burns a few too many bridges. Doesn't mean he wasn't a nice guy, but um, it doesn't always roll that way. Sometimes the nice guy can still just burn a lot of bridges and be frustrating to play with. And uh, I could see that too, especially if 
you know, some of the core players in the merge aren't as big or don't value as much those hard that hard gameplay. So I think what I'd like to see of Jonathan is him recognizing not only the way he wants to play, but the way his j- fellow jurors and people he'll be putting on the jury if he can make that stage one apply. Because I think Jonathan has the potential, I think, to hurt some feelings, but he also has the potential to um, drop jurors um, when they need to be and, and leave all his friends on the jury and be a, a hard person to be. But regardless of how it goes, I think Jonathan um, is looking real good coming into this game. All right. So moving on to our final player for season three, we have Sarah from Indianapolis, Indiana. She's also a freshman. She's undecided at this point. Um, She's a big Survivor fan. Interesting choice, though. She wants to play like Sandra. So we'll see if that translates into sitting out of challenges and stuff like that. But I mean, Sandra's a winner in her own right. Um, and she wants to make moves behind the scenes again, kind of like Sandra. So what did you think of Sarah? Uh, yeah, the Sandra comparison was very interesting. I feel like um, comparing yourself to Sandra always comes with being being a bit of a loudmouth. And I don't know, I didn't I didn't feel Sarah was that type of loudmouth, even though I could see her uh, um, maybe playing the game. Uh, similar, similarly in the sense of uh, anyone but me and uh, kind of being that person in the right place at the right time. Um, do I think Sarah's going to stir up all, all the drama that, that uh, Sandra comes with her and makes her so amazing? Um, I, I don't really know about that, but um, I, I like how she describes herself behind the scenes making moves and then bringing that to the jury later. Um, has some just generally nice interests, hanging out with friends, board games, always love a board game person, clarinet. Um, not great in challenges, but understands that and wants to lean on her social games. So um, I do like Sarah, um, the freshman undecided. Uh, that's the classic, the classic <laughs> freshman undecided. So uh, rooting for Sarah to find a good major for herself or to have found a good major by now since I don't know what, what year this was recorded, but I'm sure uh, she's figured it out. Um, but uh, yeah, um, like in Sarah, the Indianapolis uh, spot, it's, it's a, another, another person from the city along with uh, uh, our Chicago man. Uh, who was that again? Luke. Luke. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, I'm liking Sarah. Um, I'm not loving Sarah, maybe not because I dislike anything about her, but I'm a little um, unsure about how Sarah will come off. And I like a lot of the things she says, but they maybe don't so much match my presence of Sarah and, and how she comes off to me. So I think I think I'm interested to see how that comes out in practice you know uh, i one of my favorite things is when i watch a season of reality tv or something i see one of these pre-game assessments and they say they're gonna play like someone like sandra and i'm like that person does not look like they're gonna play like sandra and then first day they are exactly like sandra and just getting into a fight and having a core ally and doing something sneaky but also be playing great and i'm like man that i was completely wrong and i, I want to see that because i want i want to love sarah and i'm excited to see how that goes yeah so 
Sarah's pretty confident about how she's going to approach this game. Um, how, how far do you think she's going to go? Um, I put Sarah as one of our later merge people, a uh, five, four, three ish, maybe six. I don't know. I, I think Sarah is a good head on her shoulders. She seems like someone will be a good ally. Uh, seems like someone that knows what to do, what not to do. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Sarah's like key moment or key reason or key, like, I just don't know what it is about Sarah yet that makes me scream winner to feel more confident about her than that. I, I, I'm looking for a key moment in the season. I, I think with, so Sarah, she's more of a super fan, right? I put her as like a four based on her interview, but I wasn't really sure. She 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 seemed to she know what she was talking about. I mean, Sandra is a, not a super deep cut, but it's it's no, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, I like Sarah. I I put her late merge. I'm looking to um see a lot of success out of her, and uh, I'm interested to see how that comes off. I, I think she'll be uh, a lot of fun regardless, though. All right, so that is our cast for Survivor All You Season th 3, Friend or Foe. Um, some people planning on going in guns a blazing, some with some villainous ideas, kind of fitting the foe theme. We'll see what happens. The premiere is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Um, Ryan, thank you so much for joining me. Um, is there anything you want to say about Survivor Yukon while we're here? Um, well, Survivor Yukon, you can. Google um, or on YouTube, uh, search up Survivor Yukon, just like that, U-C-O-N-N-N. And you can see our first two seasons have been uploaded there. And we have another season uh, uh, expecting to have some information on that soon. So if you want to check out another great college survivor, I'm the host of that. And uh, I'd love to uh, um, see some of you check that out. Um, um, as of other things going on i don't know um i'm excited to watch this season of college survivor i'm thankful to, for nate for uh, inviting me on I, i've been on some of these to um check out these casts but as i was telling him i've never uh done one of these pre-game cast assessments where i've really dived into what i feel about a cast as a whole and i think that's the host in me is really excited to do that because i'm really excited to see where i'm proved right and proved wrong and how a cast like this ends up and uh I love being right and I love being wrong. And uh, I'm very uh, just an opinionated guy and uh, I'm excited to see uh, how those opinions lay. So uh, thank you, Nate. Uh, um, if you want to follow Survivor Yukon on social media, um, you can uh, search up Survivor Yukon on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and it should pop up. Um, but otherwise, uh, thanks for having me on. And I'm excited to see how this season starts off tomorrow night. Yeah, it should be great. I hope you guys tune in and thank you for watching this little cast assessment as well. Um, we'll see how, how Ryan's predictions do. And again, that's on Survivor LU's YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram as well. Survivor underscore LU. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.